Hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. I'm Gael. I'm Isaac. I'm Thomas. I'm Mark. I'm Kayla. And welcome back in this episode. We wanted to talk about parents and parent expectations because it's one of the most requested things. You guys really um, want us to talk about that. Have we talked about that before? We briefly, briefly. discussed about briefly. it. Yeah. I, I remember. We haven't dedicated an episode to it, right? No. No, no. That's surprising. <laughs> I feel like we have. Um. Anyways... You know, let's see. Let's give some context. So, what's your relationship with your parents, Kayla? Like, how would you describe your relationship with them? Like, as in... Yeah, like, are they strict? How do you feel? Oh. Do you have expectations? Um, well, my parents, they're pretty lenient, I guess. Like, more lenient than most parents. Um, I'm really close with my mom, I would say. My dad is, uh, I mean, not as close. But like, so kind of close, but not really. I don't know. I have a mommy and a stepdad. Um, for my mommy, yeah, we're close. She always tries her best to take care of me, and I appreciate for that. Her for that. Um, are we close though? Uh, I feel like she knows a lot about me. Um, but I do not know a lot about her. Mm. As for my stepdad, um, no, I wouldn't say we're that close. Okay. Um. Throughout my, like, uh, throughout, like, my whole life, I've had a pretty rocky relationship with my parents. But right now, it's doing, like, fine. Obviously, like, um... I'm saying, like, and, um, so much. Yeah, try to, like, <laughs> okay. really cut back. Cause, like, yeah. a lot try to, like, um, like... really cut back. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> it just comes out. I, we gotta be conscious okay. of since I forget to. Well, what was it? Oh, yeah. So, I've always had, like, a... <laughs> <laughs> it's hard. It's really hard. Okay. It's really hard. I've always had a rocky relationship with my parents just because of uh, one incident that happened, but I'll get into that later. But basically, we have our, you know, good times and our bad times. My I'm a lot more closer with my mom more than my dad. She checks up on me a lot. And I don't know, she's just really sweet, and I always have fun with her. And my dad, like, he works really hard for us. Uh, but would I say I'm very close to him? I wouldn't say so, but sometimes it feels like that, you know, father-son relationship you want sometimes, but yeah. Okay. So for my bond, my bond with my mom, it's really strong because I only live with my mom, and my mom's like a lot more lenient than a lot other mothers. Uh, usually they're really strict, but since it's, it's been like my mom and my sister only, we've um really learned to care for each other. Mm. Um, for me, I'd say my mom is uh, very. Uh, she gives me a lot of freedom a lot of responsibility so uh she has a lot of trust in me so she's very um lenient she's not strict at all um i have a stepdad but it's kind of uh, a weird situation because he doesn't live with us uh he comes visit every two months or so he stays with us for like a week and we go do stuff um we're not very close but i'd say uh I like him. He's fine. He's cool. 
Um, and then, yeah, I'd say I have, I'd say I have a pretty good relationship with my mom. We're pretty close. I help her a lot, and she helps me a lot and supports me through pretty much everything. So that's like the context of you know if we have strict parents or not. Oh, I didn't even say if my parents are strict. Oh. No, um, they're really lenient on everything I do. At first, they were really strict in middle school and elementary, but they've come to trust me now with everything. So, hmm. so who has the most strict parent? Who do you say out of all of us? I'd say Mark. Me? Because you're usually the one that, like, oh, my mom can't. Oh, uh, yeah. Like, she won't let you go. Yeah. That's because she's not used to that. Because I, I never really did that until now. What? Um, like hang out with friends or like do stuff. Oh. Yeah. On same. my own. Like yeah. when I first when this started becoming like a weekly thing, I would be like, Why are you going out so much? Like what are you doing? Mm-hmm. I'm just like I'm just going to my friend's house. <laughs> oh, so she still so, doesn't know? No. But <laughs> eventually she just got used to it. Like sometimes I forget to ask her for permission. So that's so like, oh yeah. I'm at my friend's house by the way. I noticed like the more you ask your parents to go out the more frequently, the more they get used to it and they just don't care anymore. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Mm-hmm. It's only like the first few times that they're yeah. kind of like worried. So once you get like past that rough patch, I'd say exactly. it kinda gets better. <laughs> um okay. Who do you say has like the most lenient parents, the most freedom? That's it's hard. Either yours like or you. Thomas's. I say yours more mm-hmm. just because she lets you basically do anything. Oh. Mm-hmm. As yeah. long as you ask her and stuff. And you're really independent. I guess so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um Isaac and Kayla, you guys are like in the middle. You know, like they're sh- they're they're not strict and they're not like t- super lenient, but they're mm-hmm. like lenient enough that it's like, you know. Yeah. There was a, did you ever cross that point where you no longer ask for permission and you just go and you just let them know? <laughs> yes. <laughs> when, was, when did you cross that point? <laughs> Honestly, I feel like after a month of just doing this, I was kind of just like, okay, I'm going to go. <laughs> so it was like last year? I guess, yeah. Around there. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys crossed that point? I, I crossed that point a long <laughs> time ago. Uh-huh. It was before freshman year, I'm pretty sure. No, it was in like seventh grade (laughs) (laughs) it was because um i used to go to this one um friend's house like every every week every single week and i eventually just stopped asking my parents for permission and they kind of just knew or they would just call and then i'd let them know so yeah well in elementary i just did it all the time really yeah you just went yeah, so now, like, they got used to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, um, in my apartment, I would always have my friends there. And I feel like when I was with them, she was, like, a lot more trusting. Because mm. she knew who they were and, like, where to find them, if anything. Yeah. So, like, I would just tell her, like, oh, I'm going out with them. And mm-hmm. she'd be like, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a time where uh, my relationship with my mom was kind of getting rocky because I would be doing this thing, mm-hmm. these things. What are but, these things? Um, they're doing this, like hanging out a lot with you guys. Oh, okay, the mm-hmm. podcast. Every yeah, week. the podcast. And um, I remember one time I forgot to tell them where I was, and they called me, and they were like, um, "You know, it's okay if you do this. You just gotta let us know because all we're doing is just looking out for you. Mm-hmm. We just want to know you're safe." And after that, I feel like um, I became more independent because of that. And then it's just that they start to realize like i'm actually like growing up 
Like, I'm not their little boy anymore. It's where you cross the line. Yeah. It's where you crossed it. I still let them know because all they want is just my safety. Yeah. So. Mm. I think I stopped asking probably in, like, after eighth grade that summer. Um, Because this one, like, I started, like, I got a job. So, I was able to, you know, make money. Um, And I didn't have to ask them for, like, $10, $15. And then we would go out to Packy House. Yes. Every single time. Yeah. I don't know how we can spend so much time there. And I remember I just stopped. I guess I just stopped asking. I was like, I'm going to go. I'm going to go with my friends. I'm going to go here instead of like, can I go? Can you give me $15? Once you get money, I think you become a lot more independent. Mm-hmm. Definitely. You know, you know, one of the biggest, biggest things is the pressure from parents, you know, that parents are constantly putting pressure on kids to, you know, have a certain career or have a certain goal in life would you say that's the case with you guys for me it's not my mom just says whatever makes me happy she'll be happy Mm. yeah that's my mom's mindset too my dad um doesn't really say anything about it so (laughs) i'm guessing he's fine with it Mm -hmm. um my mom doesn't really say anything well she wants me to go to college Mm -hmm. and she does check if i have good grades but it's more of my uncle that's really pushing me Mm -hmm. to have a good future all he wants is just me to be able to buy a house. Like, that's his that's his goal. Oh, really? Yeah. Because mm. that's not what his generation was not able to do. Mm-hmm. So for me to do that, that means he succeeded. So your uncle puts a lot of pressure on you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I see my parents put quite a lot of pressure on me. There are times where they know I'm really stressed and they tell me, oh, Thomas, don't even like. Don't worry about it. If you can't finish that assignment, just don't do it. Do it some other day. Turn it in late or something like that. Or it's mainly my mom. My dad rarely ever asks like about my academics or anything. He just checks up on me every now and then. But my mom, she does expect me to go to college at least and get good grades. But at the same time, she still expects me to be happy. I don't know. She likes to switch up, but <laughs> uh, yeah, that's basically it. She likes to really. keep you on your toes. She wants me to be happy, but I think by happiness, she just means like success, you know? Mm. Yeah. Just wants you to get a good job. Yeah. Okay. My parents, well, my mom wants me to go to college. Um, she says it would make her happy if I went to college and got into a good college. Uh, but, you know, I've told her that it's not part of my plan i mean i would like to go but if i can't afford it uh then i'm not gonna go and that does like you know she wishes i did like find a way to get you know loans and stuff and go and get a good job but you know i told her that like my plan isn't to work for someone else or to just get a normal job and do that my entire life you know i kind of want to do my own thing start a company and she she's very accepting of that she learned to uh, kind of trust me on that i think it's because i i, I uh I've, I've proven to her that i'm capable of that and i'm able to you know be responsible for my own future and kind of um be independent and a self-learner so i think she trusts me that i'll do fine and um so she she gives me a lot of responsibility in that in in that sense to you know do whatever she I think is best for myself. So even though my parents are both lenient, but they still expect me to like try my best in school, I still feel so pressured 
to take hard classes and like get good scores on my tests and all that it's just it really really stresses me out and i cry about it at least once every three days like i because it's just like me thinking about where i'm heading to like in my job what like will it make my parents happy i don't want to disappoint them and all that so i just have those breakdowns because i truly don't know what i'm gonna do that will both make my parents happy and me happy I mean, it sounds kind of like you don't know what you want to do and you're scared of failing and disappointing your parents. Yeah. Right? Because obviously they don't want me to study risky. Do something risky. Yeah, do something risky. So if I want to study art, well, good luck in that because there's so many, like there's so much competition out there. And it's really what, what's something about your art that makes it so much more special than the millions of other pieces of art out there. Mm-hmm. And even when you do study art or anything like that, the the availability of jobs is very limited. So it might just be for nothing. And yeah, it's scary, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, it sounds like it's it's more pressure from you than from your parents, though, right? Because yeah, yeah, yeah. That that's what I'm saying. Even though they don't pressure me that much, I still feel like a lot of pressure. Do you guys feel parent pr- pressure from your parents? Even though you said they're pretty, you know. Um, I think I just pressure myself. <laughs> really? Yeah. Um, In order to make them happy. No, not not even that. Like I know that when I show them my grades, like th- they do get happy, like they're proud of me. But I think I do it more for myself. I don't know. I just want to be able to um I guess provide for myself m- and for them more than they were able to. Mm. So, yeah. And not only that, I think I get more pressure from my sister than my parents. Really? Even though she doesn't really pressure me, I think she just kind of expects me to go because I'm taking like these quote-unquote hard classes so i'm pretty sure she she's expecting me to come mm, do you want to go um yeah uh, i think the majority of me wants to go oh yeah there's a part of you that doesn't yeah why um it's expensive oh i don't yeah. want to waste four years of my life mm-hmm. I, okay not waste i don't want to spend four years and then do something that i don't want to do Mm, or just completely switch your job. And yeah, that too. Like, let's say I'm like halfway through college, and then I'm just like, actually, I don't want to do this anymore. <laughs> yeah. So I just like switch. Switch. Because I'm up. really indecisive, mm-hmm. and so yeah, I've thought about that. You gotta keep yourself on your toes. Switch it up. None of it cal- like costs money. <laughs> I know. Well, you know, you think your parents should have a say in your career path, though not really yeah it's really I mean, they're not they're, gonna be the one that's doing the job yeah it's really the person's choice whether they want their parents opinion or not so yeah i agree definitely mm-hmm. yeah because there's a lot of people that are messaging us telling us they feel a lot of pressure from their parents to get a certain job and they're scared to disappointment they're always you know what should i do um what do you think they should do you know when your parent is pressuring you to you know do this and you you feel that and you you work not for yourself but for your parents 
there was a time my parents were like that. And it still kind of is, but not as strict. But what happened was I just kind of sat down with them and talked about what I wanted to do and why college might not be the right choice for me. And at first, obviously, they're angry and frustrated. But over time, as as you get older, they really... Like, especially during... Um, this time in history because parents are valuing more, are focusing more on like their children's mental health because I know because there's a big rise in mental health issues among um, teenagers today. So parents are a lot more lenient on their children and they really just want the best for them because they know um, economic anxiety can really overwhelm people and it could ultimately be destroying their life and stuff you know it just took my parents to realize that my mental health was most important to them instead of like a successful job and stuff so you just really have to make sure your parents know that it's your life it's your career and it's ultimately your choice and not theirs and if they love you and want to support you then they'll let you do that, you know? And what if they don't let you do that? Do they not love you? I wouldn't say they don't love you. I think they're just looking out for you. They want what's best for you. They're Even just a they little... express like, it in the wrong way. Yeah, I think they're just a little closed-minded. Yeah. I think it's probably, it probably stems from their own fears because, you know, they they have lived through that and they know the effects of not getting an education and it's how they ended up in maybe a bad economic situation. So they're scared that by not going to college and not getting a good career and a good job, you'll end up in the same situation as them. And obviously they don't want that. So I think if if, if your parents are putting a lot of pressure on you in that sense, um, it's most likely because they're just really worried for you. And you have to also try to understand their point of view that they really care for you. They care for you so much that they they would never want you to have the same lifestyle that they've had um but if you feel passionate about what you know what you want to do and um you shouldn't do things just because they want to do it you should find the time to sit down and really just talk to them and tell them tell them what you want to do and even after that if if they still don't listen then i would say try to do something to kind of show them you're responsible and show them you're you're serious about it so if you're serious about art um and you tell them I want to do art, and they're like, "No, that's that's not safe. I don't, I don't, I don't. I think you'll you'll end up regretting it." If you um, if you if they still don't believe you after that, you could um, you could maybe sell art or make money or make a name for yourself and show people and show your parents that people like your art and that there's there's potential here, and they just need you to support you throughout it. I agree with you, like, 100%. Like, all they want is just reassurance that you'll have a future. Mm-hmm. So if you can show that you will have a future, once you prove it, I feel like they'll be okay with you having that future. Yeah. You think parents can cause anxiety slash depression? Um, yeah, for sure. Because, um, like, the incident I was going to mention it was basically my coming out moment. Because when they didn't support me when I came out as gay. They didn't 
it really teared me apart and made me depressed for a good year or two. It was just a really bad time for me because I think nothing hurts more than the fact that the people who raise you and are supposed to love you, they don't, it doesn't feel, you just feel like you disappointed them. And yeah. Are you still recovering from that? Um, no, 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 no. Uh, you think you're over? Yeah, it? yeah. I'm, I'm definitely over it by now, uh, because my parents are actually get, getting a little more open-minded. Mm. Yeah, that's good. Finally, goddamn. <laughs> yeah, but did you, did you feel, did you feel like you were gonna be sad, and you know, you just feel really sad f- forever because of that? Yes, obviously. Um. I didn't think that I could ever get over it because they were, I don't know. I, it took me so long to build up the courage and it shattered my heart when they didn't support me. And so I never thought that I would ever get over that. And that's why, and, but it did take a long time. I mean, I was very, very, very sad and depressed and in a very rough mental state for two years or so mm-hmm. but it got better it definitely got better it's like i was very hopeless at times but in the end it always gets better mm, that's good i'm glad to anyone listening i hope if you're going through a rough time i hope you understand that it does get better and in the moment if i feel like you're broken and your relationship with them is strained forever but you know things change and they might become more open-minded and hopefully your relationship improves you know one thing that i hope this podcast does is help parents listen to it and understand the child better and when i see moms on twitter or something follow us or parents that follow us um i think that's really cool you know yeah yeah i think the apple reviews that like oh i'm a mom mm-hmm. oh, yeah. and i don't know it just seems so cool it seems so sweet i feel so bad for kids who have such strict parents like they can't ever go out or do anything besides to go to school and then go directly back home or even have social media uh, it makes me really i don't know pitiful you know what i've noticed is that um the kids with strict parents they always find some way around it they always have some sort of secret social media that the parents don't know about or anything like that so it's being strict is eventually gonna lead to secrecy yeah secrecy and that definitely breaks your trust mm-hmm. the trust between one another have you guys ever had you know broken trust with the parent or something like that yeah when it comes to grades mm-hmm. like um i remember last year my sophomore year it was not my best year when it comes to grades and every time i would show them my uncle especially he would say like oh, you broke my trust. Or like, you told me that you were going to get better or do better. And so when I do show up with a bad grade, I feel like that's when I broke his trust. Mm. And did, what did that do for you? Did he feel anything like a responsibility? Did you just not care? Um, I feel like I did not care, to be honest. Yeah. I sort of just accepted it. But there is this one time where I knew what I was doing when it came to grades. Because second semester, 
Um, I didn't do this one thing that like brought my grade really down to like an F. And I I knew that since it's the beginning of the semester, as more grades or as more assignments come through, it's gonna balance it out and it's gonna be like a passing grade, right? And I held that out, but um, I felt like my uncle or my parents didn't like know that. And because of that, because they kept seeing like the bad grade, the same bad grade, I felt like they just didn't trust me anymore. Mm. But I knew that as time goes on, like I just, I just trusted myself that as time goes on, it is going to be a passing grade. And during the last semester or the end of the semester, it did turn out to be that passing grade. Mm. To be able to show them that, like that made me happy though. <laughs> Definitely made me happy. Like, oh, look, this is what you wanted. Or like, it's not that... I wanted to show them what they wanted is that I was able to achieve it myself not because of like your help or mm-hmm. I don't know something not because they they because you felt that you were the one that wanted to do it not because you did yeah, it for yeah. them yeah okay. it was like in my it was my choice not theirs mm-hmm. you know I think one other thing about the whole trusting I think it's important to remind your children that you trust them and you know, if they ever break your trust, that shouldn't, you know, like like you said, you, you had a bad grade, right? Yeah. I think that shouldn't just mean, you know, my trust in you is broken. I think it would have been better if he just told you again, he reminded you that, okay, I trust you to get it back up. Because like you said, when, if you just keep getting told you broke my trust, you broke it, I don't trust you anymore. Then it's just, you just accept it. It's like, okay, it's already broken. It can't go any lower. So why exactly. work to get up to it? I would say that my parents are less trusting of um, boys, <laughs> um, especially because uh, my oldest sister, she got pregnant, I, I guess you can say a young age. And so when she did get pregnant, like my dad, he basically kicked her out. Mm. So, yeah, it's it's like a big thing, I guess you can say, because after that, like, I don't know, I feel like their trust when it comes to like relationships and stuff, it's very fragile because they just don't want the same thing to happen which i understand obviously mm-hmm. like i don't want the same thing to happen yeah. um but yeah they're they're more um cautious when it comes to that mm-hmm. yeah and this and we have like a family friend too and she got pregnant at a young age so <laughs> it's just like people getting pregnant it's a warrant it's just it's like a <laughs> yeah and they think that i mean i don't think they they expect that of me because i'm pretty sure they know that i know better mm-hmm. or i know that i know better yeah um but yeah, they're just kind of um cautious about that. Mm. Are they supportive of your sister now? Or are they still against it? Um, in the beginning, it was like pretty bad. Like, m- my sister moved out obviously, and then whenever my dad would go to work, my mom she was still supportive of my sister. It was just my dad, so like every time he went to work, like they would come to the house, like my mm. sister and her like her little baby. Mm-hmm. And then, like, before my dad would come, they'd be like, okay, you, you need to go. Yeah. Um, but eventually, <laughs> there was this one time where he came home early. Ooh. And then, um, I was, I don't know what I was expecting. I just kind of, like, felt dread. I was like, what's going to happen? Um, but honestly, he was just, he just kind of accepted it, I guess. Mm. Uh, now, they support her, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, they love their, you know, grandchildren. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it just took some time to come around. That's good. Yeah. You know, it's it's kind of like a pattern that usually parents eventually they they come around cuz it's just it's just hard yeah. to completely let go of your kid, you know. 
and especially like having older siblings they think i'll do the same things that they did like for homecoming exact like an example like um my sister like she didn't really go to homecoming or like the dances and my mom always tells me like oh well she didn't go so like why are you going now like, oh why do you feel like going so i was just boys like, yeah <laughs> i'm just like okay i always tell her like i'm not her you know mm-hmm. um but yeah no. Do you guys not like it when your parents compare you to your siblings? You know, I was just about to say that. That's yeah. what I was about to talk about. Uh-huh. I don't. Ha- I don't have siblings. <laughs> me, me neither. Well, I have a younger sibling, but like older siblings. I'm assuming you. Mean. Yeah. <laughs> How about you guys? I mean, I don't like it. I feel like they're seeing me as like living in their shadow. Is there a constant thing, like a problem for you? No, it's it's not a constant thing. It's just like whenever I do something like out of the ordinary, I guess you can say, which really isn't out of the ordinary, but it is to them. Mm-hmm. Um, they're kind of like, oh well, she never did this. Like, why are you doing it? Yeah, exactly. Okay. Or if I do do something similar, they're like, oh, like you're you're doing what she did. Or mm. Like, no, I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. But yeah. I see. So, freshman year, I would always be compared to my brother um, my older brother his name's tommy but everyone including my parents and some of the teachers and even some of my friends like they would compare me to my brother because he was pretty successful he was like homecoming king like throughout all four years he was AB vice president yada yada whatever i don't care but i just remember people always brought it up or they would always be like, well, you only got into ASB because of Tommy. Like, I, I remember it made me, like, break down one day. I had enough. It was terrible. I was so done. And, I don't know. I was just very, very, very hurt. But I'm over it now. I mean, I think people have come to realize that I'm my own person. And he's his own person, so... He's like two years older than you, right? So it's like a new next two? generation. Uh, he's like four. Oh, wow. Right. Yeah, four. More, uh-huh. Yeah, four or five. I, I mean, remember. everyone that knew him is already gone, right? Or they're still... Yeah, I mean, yeah, they're gone. But, and the thing is, like, I feel like my relationship with them was never really... Like, it never really gone got, gone anywhere. Like, it, like, we never became close friends because I was always seen as tommy's little brother you know mm-hmm. so yeah that sucked but i'm over it do you think tim is gonna go through the same thing like hopefully oh, no nah, i i brother. really i really don't want that to happen to him but he already tells me that some of um his friends from school like wait you're thomas's little brother Aww. and it's just like i don't know it makes me sad because i don't want him to be compared to me because you know how because i'm not yeah i i know how it feels and i'm really not that worth comparing to <laughs> so i don't know I, well then stop being so popular i know <laughs> I, I, your Instagram account. I can't help yeah, dude, for you to just like me so much <laughs> <laughs> you know thomas someone asked us how do you come out to parents so do you have any advice i just remember it took a real like a long time just for me to build up the courage to come out uh what i would do first is tell my friends like tell your friends first make sure that you tell people that you can trust that you know that can support you or maybe go to a school counselor or an adult that you do trust and you know 
that or or you think that will support you. I think that was what happened for me was because I was just slowly transitioning from telling my friends to telling you know just people I didn't even know for I got to school, and then eventually my brothers, and then my parents, and really it just. It's it's all about courage, and if you're not ready, then you're not ready. You just have to be comfortable with yourself, and you feel ready to tell them. And sometimes you might not ever feel ready to tell them, and that's totally okay. So when I was younger, my parents would like kind of fight,、mm-hmm. and like I could hear them from the room. And I don't know, I just kind of thought like, why would they do that if I'm here?、Mm. I kind of felt like betrayed. In a way, I don't know if that makes sense. Yeah, but I was just kind of like, do they not care enough to like lower their voices or something?、Mm-hmm. I don't know. Yeah,、But、that's how I feel and felt about it. Did it impact you in any way? Yeah, it made me sad. I was like, I don't know. I never thought of my parents like separating, but when they would fight, I was just kind of like, oh, like what if it does、mm-hmm. happen? How old were you? Like elementary. Oh, so you were young. Yeah. Does it still affect you? Do you still think about it? And you know,、um, sometimes, but it's not as big of like a pressing matter.、Mm. But like,、so、they still bicker sometimes. But I don't know. I just kind of deal with it. I、mm. guess. Yeah, you know, that's a whole another thing. Yeah, I I can relate with Kayla. There were times where my parents just got into furious arguments. Yeah. And I would just be so scared.、Me? And like,、oh、my, my brother and I would just look at each other, and we just already knew. Like we. We just like that shit, and we're like, "Oh no," you know.、Uh, like sometimes it's just like their tone in their voices、right. that I feel it starting, and so I just I just go to my room or I tell my sister,、yeah. like I feel like th- something's gonna happen.、Mm. And like when m- my mom starts crying, that's when I get so scared. Like、Me、I'm like、too. I'm fearing、oh、like for my life for some reason.、Yeah. Like I have no, no, so no. much same like, when- sadness for her and. And like, and every time I try to get involved, like, wait, mom, are you okay? Like, what's happening? And it's just like it never goes well because they're just gonna get mad at me. Like, don't get involved and stuff. But I know that was a big problem like a few years ago, and it actually happened pretty recently, like right before I went to San Diego for Tommy's apartment thing. Um, they had gone into such a huge fight. And yeah, it was just really scary, and I yeah, I did feel betrayed a little, but at the same time, I was more pitiful towards my mom and how she yeah, felt. Yeah, whenever seeing like whenever I see my mom cry, I just kind of like I break down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it doesn't matter what do she's it. crying about. Yeah, I'll cry with honestly, her. Honestly, <laughs> like sometimes I don't know why she's crying. I'm just like they just like it starts, <laughs> but um. Yeah, I always feel like sometimes I'm just kind of like, why are you guys still together?、Mm, yeah, But, right. I'm just like, yeah, this relationship is、exactly. so toxic. No, and Mom, I know you can get a better man. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. No offense to my dad, he's cool,、uh, but like, he, But he yeah, can definitely、I've、do even, better. I've even asked my mom to be honest. I'm just like, like, why are you guys, you know,、mm-hmm. still、yeah. together? And basically, her reasoning is like. She's together for us,、mm-hmm. like my siblings and I, which I totally understand. But still, it sucks to like see you're unhappy sometimes. It sucks that they have just to, because of us. Yeah, they have to deal with that because there's no other financial option. That too, that's like she, the she biggest thing. She mentions that too, like 
what am I going to do? Because mm-hmm. my dad is my like our main provider. Mm-hmm. And I always have like my sister, but I don't know. It's like if they do separate, then everything changes. Yeah. So I, I understand why she stays together for us. Mm-hmm. But still, I, I feel really bad. Yeah, my parents also just stay together for us. I can tell, like, they were close to a divorce. I'm so sure they no, were no, close no. to one. Same. But, Deadass. I mean, they're still together. They're, st- they're doing it for my brothers and I. And yeah, I think at one point it just becomes, like, almost like, you know, just, they're just an agreement. They're just tolerating I, I just feel so bad because, like, I never see my mom and dad acting like a couple. Like, sometimes I forget they're even married. Like, Dude, what? Same. It's just sometimes okay no go <laughs> oh i mean it's just like the only times i ever see them like be a little affectionate is when we go on vacation and it's for photos like <laughs> bro I'm a, no no same <laughs> even for vacation like my aunt was taking a picture of, like my mom and dad and they're just like standing like standing there obviously like next to each other and then my aunt was like oh like put your arm around her i'm just like dude this is so high school like, they're literally married Kissing. they've been married for like 30 plus years mm-hmm. like if he wants to put his arm around her he'll put his arm around her yeah um when i was younger i remember like before my dad would go to work my mom would always like oh, like oh wait and then like she'd plant a little kiss on him oh. but now it's just uh. like bye, bye. <laughs> i was just like oh it just okay. turns into an agreement i yeah you exactly. know they like they an do agreement. their own things exactly they cross they just they live in the same house but they're kind of doing their own exactly. thing i feel bad like i'm sorry for the baby if you hear it i'm really sorry about that but i just feel so bad for them because i don't want to restrict them from finding love but at the same time like that's not even a priority for them anymore like they don't care they want to focus on supporting us and everything true yeah. and it's just i don't know it just makes me really sad yeah. and they have a house too and that's complicated you have a house. oh yes i i, I do have a house yeah yeah i have an apartment so. yeah so we're like you know we just find <laughs> but another still, apartment. it's like Com- i know it's a lot of work it is a lot of work and like they both work too but both of them working basically just gives us like more freedom i guess like mm-hmm. to go out and stuff but still it's it's just to like pay everything you know yeah i don't know but Those- yeah sometimes it feels like they aren't they're they're under the same roof but they're not like together together mm-hmm. i guess yeah have you seen those freaking pov videos where it's your parents are fighting at 2 a.m yeah. while you distract yourself playing music <laughs> videos? I, I honestly felt that honestly <laughs> it's so dude those like every time i watch those it gives me like the weirdest flashbacks uh-huh. it's just I it feels flashbacks. weird dude it feels weird just, like wa- like watching that mm-hmm. you know it, it sucks like if you hear your mom cry like like you said like i could just Im- imagine you know, like, if she's crying, you don't know what's going to happen next. The uncertainty, like, how far will it escalate? Yeah, exactly. It's mm-hmm. always how far, like, are they going to... This could be it. it. Like, you exactly. know, what if, like, what if what if your dad hits your mom? Like, then what? Exactly. What do you do? Like, there's No, really that's when you step do. up and jump in. But it's still scary to think about, you know? Yeah, yeah. It is, it's like, will scary. I actually have to do that? You know? Like, will you have to look out for mm-hmm. weapons? Mm. it's a serious it's a serious issue you know i don't know like sometimes it's just like bickering about the smallest things but then it slowly ravels into something else yeah yeah because like, then they start bringing guys, in like other yeah, stuff that happens like i remember one time I, I my dad was saying something about like the dishes or something and then all of a sudden i like it went into something else like i'm sorry like i'll wash the dishes like yeah. i don't care yeah like can you guys just stop i don't know 
I think when you see other people argue, you really just can see, since you're so unbiased, you can just think of so many solutions. It's like, why are you escalating mm-hmm. it so much where it's like such a simple, a simple, mm-hmm. you know, a fix. Then I guess that just derives from something else. Yeah. Maybe something else. It's just resentment and anger yeah, that's yeah. built up. Maybe, yeah, like bottled up emotions. Yeah, definitely. That's what it is. You know, another thing is in terms of, you know, physical and mental abuse, that's also a pretty big issue. Mm-hmm. I think the worst I got was when I was younger, seven years old or so. I don't know what I did to make my mom so mad, but she threw a Buzz Lightyear at me. Hey, what? A Buzz Lightyear. Oh, a toy. <laughs> yeah, a toy. Oh, shoot. She no. just like launched it towards <laughs> me. And I was like, ah. And then I just do? dodged it. I dodged it and it hit the wall. <laughs> and, like, and I still have it to this day. So every time I hear it, I see that scrape, it just, you know, reminds me of me she like yeah, yeah she threw it and i was like oh god yeah i was like what did i do and, but i mean that's the worst i've got she's um she doesn't tell me any like you know because i know parents sometimes belittle you slowly and you know insult you but um my mom makes sure to never call us stupid or dumb or anything anything like that yeah i feel like she respects you a lot mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I wouldn't say my parents were ever really physically abusive. They never hit me unless it was like for disciplinary. Wait, is that, is that the word? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, disciplinary like reasons and stuff. So she got like chopsticks and stuff. Oh, wow. Really? They use chopsticks? Whoa. Yeah. Dude, I've never heard of that. Same. Wow. Okay. Is that like, like their weapon of choice? I, I guess. Oh, but it's but she literally jokes about it now. She's like, "Give me the chopsticks." <laughs> but <laughs> but wait, um, so like, I'm sorry to sidetrack, but how would they use the chopsticks? Like, they just like, do they pinch you with them? Do they like you. throw them at you? Pinch you? They spank you? Really? That's weird because they don't whip. Yeah, it's like all they don't get a good. They don't get like a good rotation. Okay, well, so I guess it's just, we don't have like like the teeny tiny chopsticks. Like we have like a, <laughs> I don't know why, but we have such a weird variety of sizes of chopsticks. Oh. And All they always like to go for the big ones. Okay, <laughs> interesting. All right, um, go on. but so yeah, they were never really physically abusive, and if and it was never like my dad, it was just my mom. Uh, but mentally, I wouldn't know if this is considered mentally. But my dad gets mad really, really easily, and he's and low-key actually not low-key high-key and alcoholic and he i don't know he can't control his temper he lashes out a lot so that kind of says a lot um about me but i just remember there was this time where i can tell my dad was like having a rough day and i asked if he could pick me up from gael's house or yeah and when he picked me up, I just, I could just tell he was in a bad mood. And he was driving so recklessly and violently. It, w- it was making me scared for my life. And I remember, like, I was going to text Gael, like, oh, God, I'm really scared. I don't know what to do. But, I mean, I never did because I was like, you know what? May- may- like, I don't want to worry, Gael. But I just remember my dad so enraged. And I was just fearing for my life. Like, I was just, a car could literally just stop or could just make a weird turn. And that's it. Like, I don't know. I was just really scared. But I just, like, there's just been so many times where my dad would 
get mad at me for anything. Like, he gets mad really easily, even when I ask simple questions that aren't even, like, about him. It's just like, oh, actually, I'm not going to give an example. But, um, yeah, I just, it's really hard to trust and talk to him about anything. That's why I don't have the best relationship with him because we have those times where he, he where he, mood swings. yeah, he has his mood swings and stuff. And yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, going back to the drinking, like before my dad was like a moderate drinker, I guess, but especially on the weekends because my uncles, they would have like barbecues and like parties and stuff. And I remember like he would always, like want us to go like as a family but nobody wanted to go because he would come back drunk driving Mm. so i feel like that just kind of like i don't know put like a barrier like we didn't trust him enough yeah yeah i think it sucks when you don't trust your parents to be responsible like to parties and stuff because you know if you go they're gonna drink and they're gonna come back exactly you don't want to deal with that because you you know what's gonna happen and i feel like well I think we went with him once and then like coming coming back home I think we just kind of unanimously like decided like I like we can't do it anymore like it's not safe and we would tell him but like I don't know he was too stubborn and then eventually like he got a DUI and so now he's like good so like honestly it was a blessing in disguise mm. that he got that because now he's like if he even touches a beer he's like I can't I can't drive like really? an Uber yeah oh wow yeah so it's, it's really good it made him really really yeah and okay. like even now he drinks less so oh. i'm really glad i guess that he got that even though he had to like, pay a lot and stuff yeah but yeah um and even like what thomas was saying like an anger and stuff um my dad's not really angry but it's just kind of like when he's in a bad mood everybody feels it and so it affects everybody mm. like we're all kind of like on edge i guess i don't know it affects the whole house especially my mom because he'll most likely like take it out on my mom it's like walking on eggshells yeah exactly you don't want to so, do anything so i just kind of like them. avoid him i stay in my room mm-hmm. yeah i understand that i think it sucks when parents drink because um you know it, it's just it feels kind of they're, they're a different person like you don't know them suddenly right yeah i'm just like what you, yeah who it's just you? like who are you right yeah. you don't you, you feel like you lose all trust and all sense exactly. of knowing like, who they do are i even know who you are especially yeah. when they like act out in public yeah. that is just yeah. terrible i remember we were i don't know my dad was getting mad at some worker and i felt so bad i kept apologizing i kept apologizing to to them like oh i'm so sorry about that and it was just i don't know i just felt so embarrassed and ashamed and I know it's, like, it sounds really bad, but it's literally how I felt at the time that I just felt ashamed about my father and his very rude and reckless behavior. Because I know he was like kind of drinking at the time. So, yeah. Mm. Yeah. My mom, thankfully, doesn't drink much. She isn't a heavy drinker. You know, she just kind of drinks casually. Mm-hmm. maybe one or two and like the most like when she does get drunk she just starts singing and dancing <laughs> so she doesn't you know do any you know start yelling or anything like that so i feel like your mom drunk is really just her but a little more loud yeah <laughs> it's just yeah it's just her but a little more loud and yeah i'm really thankful for my mom because she's just very 
a very uh, happy person. She mm-hmm. gives me a lot of um, optimism. Yeah, talking about moms, let me give some credit to my mom. Uh, she's pretty awesome. She doesn't really drink. She's just always there. Like she doesn't really like like going out to like parties with like my family. I don't know. I feel like she's like our anchor, I guess. Hmm. So yeah, she's always there. You know what? Because you did that, I'm gonna <laughs> give a shout out to my mom. <laughs> my mom is honestly amazing. Even when we have our little arguments and stuff, I love her regardless, and she loves me regardless. Exactly. Um. Yeah, she like like your mom. She doesn't go out to parties and drink. She never drinks. Same. Um, so I'm proud of her for that because yeah. I feel like because everyone, every one of my relatives drinks, and I'm just surprised she hasn't fallen into that. Exactly. So and I'm very proud of like, her. They'll <laughs> offer my right? mom, and then she's like, "No, I don't want. I don't want anything." And yeah. they're like, "Oh, why aren't you drinking?" <laughs> but yeah, I I really love her and. She's really it. She, like moms really are the anchor Honestly. in the family. Like, it, like without my mom, my family would have been a mess. We would, we wouldn't last. <laughs> yeah, I agree, one hundred percent. Yeah, you know, I'm, uh, uh, I could already feel myself getting choked up. But <laughs> I hope you know one day when my mom listens to this, uh, it kind of makes me happy that we have this podcast because if something were to ever happen to me, she would be able to listen to my voice and, you know, kind of hear me, which, you know, makes me really glad. So I hope someday she hears this and how much I love her <laughs> and appreciate her. Uh, sorry. I'm really starting to cry too. <laughs> Oh, I'm just gonna start crying. <laughs> dude, what the heck? <laughs> it's just I really don't know where I would be without her and all of her support. <laughs> um, and I know you know sometimes I'm not the best at showing my affection for her, and <laughs> I literally want to be able to provide her with everything that she deserves. And, you know, it really does suck when you see them cry, like you said. Especially when they try to hide it from you. And, you know, they go to the restroom and they cry. And you could hear it. And no. it just, like, it makes no. you feel sad, yeah. you know? Because oh, you just can't do anything about it. It makes me, every time, like one time I heard my mom crying in the restroom. And I could just hear her crying. And it made me so sad because. Like, there's not much I can do besides hug her. Yeah. yeah. Because I, even when you ask, like are you okay or like asking what's wrong they won't won't tell tell you you. yeah and i know she was stressed about money in that time and what she would do for the future and stuff and it makes me so angry because sometimes it just makes me feel useless you know because you want to do more you want to be able to provide more and i think everything i do is really to be able to give her everything she deserves and i appreciate her for always being so trusting and worthy and just so making my life so much better and for of course giving birth to me thankfully and i just really appreciate her and it makes me so sad to think that someday she might not be here stop <laughs> like stop. you know every time like no every time i think about that that's when i just start breaking dude out. i literally do this to myself like sometimes i just imagine what if i find out like my mom died tomorrow 
and like i'm alone like what would i do like it would make me so sad and makes me regret like not telling her i love her or giving her that hug or you know so tell your mom you love her yeah and and your dad too you and your dad okay and yeah sorry for we, that we all just broke down crying it's um i hope you cried with us mm-hmm. because of how much you love your mom because of how much you, yeah. it's our just, parents yeah sometimes like i'm crying because of how much i love her you know it's like no, i'm so same. happy um like i just want to hug her right now yeah um oh i can't i can't i can't i'm still crying oh my goodness okay that's that's it for this episode uh it's a very bittersweet note um any announcements we do have a lot of announcements this this week uh we sold out of all of our beanies Woo. Woo. thank you guys so much for that for buying a beanie to everyone that bought one i hope you liked it is it was our first piece of merch and we're so glad we actually even sold one because we were so worried we weren't going to sell any um the money from that is going to help us so so much in keeping this podcast running and um so thank you thank you so much for that and thank you to everyone that is so supportive of the sponsors uh we try to make them as natural as possible so when you guys tell us that you know you don't mind it too much it really it's a big relief because one of the last things we wanted to do was make it seem like we were selling out in a way or you know we didn't want to sound so fake and that's why we make sure to try every single product and make sure we like it before we actually talk about it and promote it so thank you so much for being so supportive of that um yeah just thank you for all of the support thank you to all of our patreons we'll do we'll do a lot more for you guys soon have a lot of cool stuff planned and you know I'm just in a very thankful and a very grateful mood right now. You know, so just thank you for listening. And everyone that has that listens to the end of every single one of these podcasts, um, thank you. Thank you so much. If you want to support us, you could tell a friend or you could leave a review. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at teenager underscore therapy. And um, with that being said, we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.